Jones. This is Brett from Dimension Z, joined as I always am by Greg of the Dead. How you doing, man? Doing good. How's it going? It's a bunch of yo-yos around here. <laughs> Dude, the... That's the weirdest insult in the world. Like, why does he say this all the time? Yeah, he says it, like, a couple times in the movie, and it makes no sense. It's like, it's a bunch of dummy heads. <laughs> <laughs> but it's remake month, and we're finally to a good remake, Night of the Living Dead, from 1990. Night of the Living Dead from the 90s good. You know what's weird? When I talk to people, if they bring this movie up, they go, the new Night of the Living Dead. <laughs> This movie is closer to the release of the original Night of the Living Dead than it is to us present day. It's older than I am. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's it's insane. This is not a new movie. No, but I get what they mean. I think people think it's so much newer just because of the color thing, you know what I mean? Because the original was filmed in black and white, but to be honest, after a lot of stuff started being filmed in color, so people think it's older than it really is. Oh yeah, a lot of people put the Night of the Living Dead the original, as, like, the end of the classic movie era. Yeah. So, this remake month, if you want to hear our thoughts on the original Night of the Living Dead, that was episode 100. Yes, we celebrated with Night of the Living Dead, which we had to wait 100 episodes to do, and then right after we got done doing that one, I was like, I can't wait to do the remake. Yeah, I know, you were on me pretty early about that. We're finally here. Yeah, I love the remake so much. Uh, we, uh, what, a year or two ago, got to go to a convention all about the 90 remake. Yeah, that was last year, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty awesome, because they had um, a bunch of the people from there. We got to uh, uh, sit in on a little bit of Patricia Tolman's um, Q&A, which was cool. Yeah, Tony Todd was there, yeah. Mosley was there, a bunch of others. So, um... Directed by Tom Savini, not George Romero, which he did not want to direct it, if I recall correctly. Yeah, he, like, everyone wanted him to, but uh, George Romero was pushing for Tom Savini to direct it. Because originally, he just wanted to do the special effects, because he missed out on the doing the original ones, because he went to a little thing called Vietnam. Yes. But yeah, he Tom Savini kind of, like got pushed into doing this and for a long time supposedly really didn't like this version because he said only 40 percent of his like ideas got put into the movie but now he's come around to like enjoying it yeah it's an interesting take on it they switch a lot of things up some of it i like some of it i'm not so big on but no it's a fun what if scenario you know what i mean well i'm just so glad they didn't they changed enough with this one where you could almost watch them back to back and it would be completely fine yeah definitely it wouldn't feel like you're watching the same movie no um unlike what a mr roger ebert says when he gave this a one-star review saying quote the remake is so close to the original that there is no reason to see both what the fuck did he watch <laughs> That's Ebert. He sucks. Yeah, but I I read that. Like I, uh, every every time I see his name pop up in any of these movies, I'm like, oh, you motherfucker! And he always hates it. <laughs> and he has a horrible take because this movie is so much different than the original. Like Barbara alone. Yeah, I mean the ending alone. Let's, we'll get there, I'm sure, but is an incredible difference from that original. Oh yeah, tonish different shit happens. Like I don't get what he means whatsoever. Fuck you. Yes. 
All right, you ready to get into this one? Yes, let, uh, let's record this fucker. Um, produced right. by John Russo. Russell Striner's back as a producer. He's also back in the movie, and like we said, written yes, by George is. Romero. Yep. So it starts exactly the same as the original, with Barbara and Johnny going to their mother's grave this time, not the father's grave. Yes, and it's the whole time uh, Johnny's complaining about having to go the 200 miles into the country. We've been out here four times in the last three months. Like, I've seen her now, like, I've seen her more now than when she was alive. And she, the only reason she did this is because she hates me and she has a vendetta. And she knew she, <laughs> you would make me drive you out there. And she's getting back from me from behind, like, beyond the grave. Like, he has this whole headcanon. Oh, yeah. He, he's put some work into this. Uh, Barbara, played by Patricia Tallman. Oh. Johnny, played by uh, Bill Mosley. Both great. I love Pat- Patricia Tallman so much in this. She was in Star Trek Next Generation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, also, remember the witch lady at the end of Army of Darkness? Yeah. Uh, she played her. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I saw that today, because I knew she, like, cause she's a stunt woman, and she's been in a lot of different stuff. And I saw that, I was like, oh, that's so cool. And as soon as they get there, we pop pretty much right into They're Coming to Get You, Barbara. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Oh, what? And I love it. They're coming to get you, Barbara. They're horny. They've been dead for a long time, and they're horny. (laughs) (laughs) And then they do the fake out, because there is a man, like, kind of shuffling towards them. Okay, here's our our zombie right here. Of course. And it's not. No, it's just an old guy with, like, a head wound. And he, like, bumps into Barbara. He's like, I'm sorry. And, like, goes wandering away. And then... Like, it does the great fake-out, because then the real Cemetery Zombie pops out in, like, some awesome makeup. Yeah, and it attacks Barbara. And I love her melee weapon is a little styrofoam cross that she's going to use. She's beating him with the styrofoam part of the cross. And at one point, like, starts stabbing him, and then stabs her brother in the hand. Yes. But she does end up stabbing into the zombie and everything. Johnny goes in to try to save her. And the zombie throws him down, and then Bill <laughs> Mosley is taken out of the scene, and his stunt performer, the dummy, is put into the scene as he crashes his head off the tombstone. How does this look better in 1968? This dummy is so horrible. And in just a little bit, not too long from now, when they get to the farmhouse, we get more bad dummy work. And then it kind of disappears from the movie, luckily. But yeah, Johnny all of a sudden turns into a horrible looking like mannequin from a store and like bonks his head off of the uh, gravestone and then it turns back into Bill Mosley with like makeup on <laughs> dude and it's Savini doing the effects come on dude I've seen your work I don't, you're better than this did Savini do the effects on this oh he might not have now that I say that but still he's directing it and he is the effects guy yeah why did he let this slide I know it's well, I think he's even mentioned that as one of the things he doesn't like about this movie. Of it's like that horrible dummy. <laughs> yeah. Barbara gets to the car and she's in there, and then you see the autopsy scar zombie who why are his clothes not on? Well, this is actually a real thing of like they're put you like you'll see like an open casket and it's like the body's wearing a suit. There's no real back to the suit. They just kind of put it over you. So your ass is hanging out. I mean, I've been to 
want to get into personal life here. Yeah. But I've been to multiple funerals where it's definitely is on. So is this like an optional thing? Because I know someone who is a mortician, they would dress the corpses and they'd be pulling them over the head like a normal shirt. What is this? I've seen, I also know that this is a, I don't know if it's a thing anymore. Maybe it was just back in the day, but, or it's maybe a different funeral practice kind of thing, but it is a thing. It's just so funny seeing zombie hairy butt. Yes. But he comes stumbling out too. Both zombies are at the car. We get the window smash. Barbara pulls the e-brake and coasts away to safety. Yeah, and well, much more um, exciting in this version, I would say, because she doesn't just like barely run against a tree. It's like going down, like backwards down a hill, extremely fast, and she like rams a tree. Yeah, she runs to the farmhouse, and we have she gets inside. I love she runs into the barn that's right by the farmhouse. She's going, "Hey, hey, is anyone here?" Hey! And she's surrounded by hay. And I was just like, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> but when she gets into the house, we have our scary taxidermy close-ups again. Oh, yeah, of course. Have to have that. I love how they do kind of play with that kind of stuff, because later we get the music box, but it's just for, like, half a second. It doesn't, like, hold on it and do it from, like, five different angles. <laughs> and then, dude... Above her, it's a two-story house, a hand just falls off onto the ground by her, and then this giant fucking zombie walks through the banister and falls down after her. Yeah, I love, um, like, wrestling zombie, where he's, like, doing an elbow from the top rope, basically. Uh, it does make a lot more sense, though, why, like, they're completely mindless zombies. This version, this is the Romero zombies. The best kind, I would say. Um, but yeah. they wouldn't, like, go walk down the stairs. It would just be like, oh, there it is. I want that. Go after. <laughs> yes. And the others come in because she left the door open behind her. Yeah, of course. Uh, at first, Barbara, the, the original Barbara is just very, a horrible horror character to be stuck with. And at first, this one kind of is, but she turns out to be such a badass. Yeah, she turns it around a little bit. Yeah. She runs outside, and then there's this truck speeding towards the house, and it's Ben, played by Tony Todd in this one. Oh, this is so cool, because he also, um, he hits the one zombie, and this is the twisted-up zombie where its legs are, like, beside its head. I love that actor yes. during the con we went to was doing photo ops as the twisted zombie. It was pretty cool. Um... It's such a great reveal, though, as Tony Todd has been, as he gets out of the truck and, like, you see, like, a crowbar come into frame and then it pans up and it's Tony Todd. It's, like, perfect for this role because I fucking love Tony Todd so much and Ben is such an, icon an iconic character. Dude, I want to talk about the self-fulfilling prophecy with this shot, though, because he gets out and he's holding the crowbar like a hook next to him, and you don't see that he's holding it, it's just, like, at his side, and it looks like the Candyman hook. This is before Candyman. Holy shit, I didn't get that until right now, that's amazing. Yeah, this is, it's not an Easter egg, because no. this is pre-Candyman, but if, if it was after, everyone would say, yeah, that's a Candyman Easter egg, it's that close. Oh, that's destiny. Yeah, exactly. But, he gets out, and goes and helps Barbara, he's like, what's going on, like, who, do you live here? What's inside? And she's hysterical right here. They get in, and 
Ben's fighting one of the zombies outside, kills it with a crowbar, and Barbara's beating another with a fire poke. Well, I love this is the zombie. Yeah, she's fighting the zombie that fell from like the second floor. And this yeah. is also when she's beating it with the fire poker. It's obvious dummy on a like stick as she's beating it because it looks pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, again, some of the effects are just rough in this one. Especially the dummy work. And some are then, once again, like, amazing. Like, it's weird how it's the cross between. Yeah. He comes in after they take care of all the zombies. Ben comes in, gets some exposition. They're like, the truck's on E out there. I can't trust driving it. I don't want to get stuck with all these things. At night, they drag the body, the dead zombie inside out. And Ben gives his how he saw this all start speech. I also want to real quick mention, during this whole zombie fight, Ben breaks out the window and the kitchen door. It's like a huge window in the door. And they leave it like that for what seems like hours. I'll get to thoughts on that, believe me. I'll, I'll circle back to this. That's always bothered me. But then he's talking about everything. Like, I was at a diner and a bunch of chaos. You know, same thing as the first one. Explosions, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. But done in the awesome Tony Todd way. Yes. I could listen to Tony Todd give speeches for hours. Oh, yeah. Anything, anytime he shows up in it, it's always that same reaction. Tony Todd! Yay! <laughs> and he says, you gotta get him in the head. And this is pure hell on earth. Yeah, and I do like that they kind of bring back of, like, some people, like, religious people are saying this is Judgment Day and stuff. I always kind of enjoyed that part of the Romero lore. Yeah. He goes upstairs to look for guns, finds the body of a dude who shot himself, remember that for the count. But while he's up there, Harry Cooper scares the hell out of Barbara. Oh, and he is, and he comes out of nowhere, Barbara's like grabbed by him basically. It's like, oh, what are you all doing here? This is my house! You know how you know it's my house? There's plastic on the furniture! <laughs> <laughs> go listen to our Night of the Demons episode if you're confused. <laughs> you can go in and out of the doors. But Tom, Tom comes and saves the situation because Ben's down there about to kill Harry Cooper. Like, whoa, 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 it's just us. Ben's like, who the hell is us? Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> Tom is also like the most Pittsburgh person in the whole world. Because he has a giant Iron City sweatshirt on and his Pittsburgh Steelers hat. Oh yeah, he does, Iron City. Um, but Tom, played by William Butler, who was also in Friday the 13th Part 7 and uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, we learned that Judy Rose, Helen, and Sarah are in the basement. Why did they change Judy to Judy Rose and Karen to Sarah? Anytime someone has a two-name name, it's like Mary Beth, like Ricky Bobby, it's just always so funny to me. Yeah, but why, why did they change the names? I don't, just to make them more redneckish. It's like, we get it by your apparel. <laughs> yes. Um, they're talking, Tom suggests about the gas pump, but it's locked. And we get our whole basement versus upstairs argument between Cooper and Ben. And because the original Night of the Living Dead, it's so much of like Ben is like the level-headed one. 
Um, Cooper sucks. Barbara is like a non-character, basically. This one, it's so interesting where Barbara almost takes control and is the level-headed one. Because Ben and Cooper just fight the whole time. Of like, they're literally like wrestling in the dining room at points. Yeah. A lot of points. Yes. Zombies are starting to move in on the house, and Harry's going to go back downstairs. Tom and Judy Rose are moving upstairs, though, to help board up the windows. This is what I said. I'll circle back to that point, how we talked about that glass being out. Yes. The boarding up. Now, something I appreciate is we see him smashing a lot more furniture, talking about they were remodeling the deck, there's wood downstairs. Like They, they make up good explanations. It's not just random lumber, like, there's a sled boarded over the door. Like, it's things that you would actually find around the house, yes. you know? But... I understand it's realistic, Brett. We board up this house for what I feel like is two-thirds of the movie. Oh, it's so much boarding up of this house. This house has the most windows of any house in the entire world. It's almost as bad as, what's the one house from, uh, was it 13 Ghosts where it's all glass? I'm not sure. I think it's 13 Ghosts, or it's one of those type of movies. But it's literally a glass house. This is one step down from that. Of There's technically walls. <laughs> Dude, the, there was a time in this I was watching it, and we were far beyond what I thought was the boarding up the house part, and we were still boarding up the house. I'm like, what is happening? I thought I was stuck in a time loop or something. They did one lap around, putting like two nails and everything just to hold it there. Then they keep doing laps around and just keep putting more and more nails. Harry is yelling at Helen, his wife, downstairs, and she wants to go up because Sarah's sick and everything. She goes up, and this is where he starts yelling a bunch of yo-yos! Oh, yeah. Also, poor Sarah. The worst, like, parents ever. She's sick, bitten by one of these things, laying on just a door in the basement that's, like, propped up on easels. There, she doesn't have a blanket over her. Like, the dad later has to be yelled at to put his coat over her. Because Ben finally is like, you should, like, cover her up. She doesn't look good. Tom goes upstairs and turns on the TV as just an emergency broadcast, but they'll come on live later. Yes, and that's very important later. Um, I have a little Easter egg. Oh, okay. And, oh, I think I know which one it is already. Oh, probably. <laughs> yes. Um, but they need the lumber from downstairs, and they have a little standoff and everything. Cooper well, finally opens the door, and another Ben-Cooper argument as they go to get the wood. Well, I love it so much, because um, they're running around. Tom and Ben are running around, like, uh, getting wood and whatnot, and they're like, oh, let's take the doors down. And they go upstairs, where they're remodeling the rooms, and it's so funny. Ben's like, oh, this is, like, cheap shit. And... Tom's like, well, it's gotta do, like, let's just use it. And Ben punches his whole, like, hand through the door. It's like, it's extremely cheap, which is just so funny. It's like, they have yeah. the really good hardwood doors that they're replacing and, like, quote-unquote, like, fixing up, but it's, like, the shittiest lumber. <laughs> yeah. Save some money. This part also is, like, when they're destroying everything and they're, like, flipping tables and breaking legs off. There has to be a part of this where your adrenaline gets going and you're like, I'm just having fun. This is just, like, a fun night. This is different. Like, I've been bored lately. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, we learned Sarah was bit, but there's no context for it yet. No one's worried about her being bit. Yeah, because no one knows, like... 
certain people kind of have an idea of what's going on. Like Barbara is pretty sure of like, and has almost come to peace with it. It seems of the dead have come back because even at one point right around this time, it's great because she has the best idea of the entire time and ends up working out for her. She's like, look how slow they are. We can just run right by them. And Ben, yeah. who told her to be like, hey, keep your level head. I need you with me. He's the one that's like kind of losing it. Of like, no, we, we can just stay here and we, we can fix it up. And he has this like panicked look on his face. And you can tell Barbara's like, oh, I've lost him. Well, you know Barbara's getting into her own and like coming to terms of being the badass because she gets pants right here. Yeah, she puts on pants. And Helen comes up to help the group upstairs. She's looking for the keys for the gas pump. And right then, zombies start breaking in, and everyone's trying to hold up the doors, except for Cooper. He won't help hold the doors up. No, he's just walking around, like, skulking, like, giving everyone the dirty eyes, like, uh, this is never gonna work. Yep, and Barbara shoots the zombie that comes in, and then Judy Rose is freaking out because she knew the zombie. Barbara's like, it's already dead. And then she lets another one comes in and just pumps it full of lead, like, all through the chest. It's like, see? Don't you think you'd be dead now? Before she finally finishes it off. Because Cooper also keeps being like, oh, they're, you're insane. They're not dead. There's no way they could be dead. They're just insane. They're, uh, people, like, escape the jail or whatever they say, like, at one point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But... Everyone's still boarding up, and Cooper goes upstairs because he hears the TV. <laughs> this is the only time that I'm like, I kind of identify with Cooper here. If you see all this hard work going on, you're like, uh, this doesn't look like fun. But what's that? Do I hear a television? I almost, I, I, I'm almost getting the, it sounds like a horror host. I better go look. And then it, the news uh, cast is going on, and it's the great because the newscaster is like putting his glasses on for a second takes it off like the dead are returning but then he also does this funny little snicker like huh there's no way that's true the cdc is saying it must be some kind of germ who is this newscaster it's fucking chili billy cardilly fuck yeah i love chili billy pittsburgh's own horror host back from yep. making a return from the original night of the living dead as the news reporter yep was that your Easter egg? Yes, it was. I was so happy okay. when I saw that. Horror host! So I sent you, <laughs> you a Snapchat, because I was laughing, where all this madness is going on, and Cooper picks up the big CRTV <laughs> and is carrying it down the steps, turning all this... I sent you a picture, like, this is you during a zombie outbreak. Yeah, I'm like, guys, I found a CRT TV! Look how cool it is! <laughs> if, if I find a VCR, we can watch movies! But he tries taking it downstairs, and Ben stops him, and they have, like, a little, like, shoving match, and the TV falls down and breaks, and I love Cooper's like, no! No, none of us can watch it! No! <laughs> Sid Gooley was on tonight! I thought I was gonna miss it! But I do actually think Cooper was right here, because Ben, like, he, Cooper just brings it downstairs. He just happens to be walking by the basement and Ben grabs it and is like, you're trying to take it downstairs. Give it to me. And they smash it. And Ben's like, you were trying to take it downstairs. Cooper's like, no, I wasn't. You can't get reception in the basement. You idiot. <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I don't know who to side with here. I think right here, this is was Ben kind of overreacting and not 
like see he just hates cooper so he's like anything he does he's just gonna be like oh fuck him which i agree I on mean, everything you blame him? i agree with him everything except right here because it is true like oh yeah you can't get reception in the basement but I love when they're wrestling because right by the basement door is the piano again. And they bang up against the piano. It's like, bleep, bleep, bleep. But at this point, too, Barbara's had enough. And she's going outside and some of the others follow her because she's going to find the keys on the zombie who's originally in the house. So she's searching his pockets for the keys. Yeah, and I love there's a point where, and they kind of do this in like all of the Romero movies from time to time, of like they find this big wad of money and they just throw it aside because it doesn't matter anymore. Well, in this situation, I understand. Well, I do love it going back to original Dawn of the Dead, where they're like looking through the bank and they're like, you never know, and they take the picture with the money. <laughs> yes. But she finds him, and she's still going, I want to walk. She just wants to walk out of here. Judy ends up finding the keys. Everyone goes back inside to regroup, and they come up with this plan. Ben, Tom, and Judy are going to the pump, and they start going out, and Ben falls off the truck right away. First, it's like a it's a struggle to get there. The truck won't start and everything, and it's going crazy, and Ben's fighting a swarm with his little torch and everything. It's going nuts. But they get started, he jumps on the truck. And then Ben just falls off because Judy's driving like a mad woman. Yeah, because they at one point, because Judy's like, I want to go too! And Tom's like, no, dear, you can't go! And it's like, come on, I'm the best at driving pickup trucks. Ding! Tell her! Tell her, Ben! <laughs> it's like, her, he, she been driving since she was young. Her daddy got trucks. <laughs> but they... they Remember, they lost Ben, but they didn't lose his torch. His torch is still in the back of the truck. Very it's important. the wrong keys for the gas pump. And they're all frustrated. And finally, Tom just shoots the lock off. But the only thing is, now it's spraying gas, and you have a fucking torch right there. And, of course, you get the explosion. Well, I love they pull up. And the entire time, Tom's been screaming, Judy Rose, we lost Ben! And they pull up, and Judy Rose is like, where's Ben? It's like, we lost him. I've been shouting at you, honey. Didn't you hear me? Go back and get him. But yeah, <laughs> he shoots the gas pump, sprays gas. Of course, they explode. Barbara has to be looking at this, being like, I got stuck with the biggest bunch of fucking idiots in the entire world. Why, could, why didn't I just keep walking? I should have come in here, took a gun, and just left. Uh, ben starts fighting his way back. The other two are dead. Oh, this is, in the house. Ben is doing wrestling moves on zombies. He's like flipping them over his shoulder. He's like karate chopping them and shit. It's so <laughs> funny. Back in the house, Helen goes downstairs, but Sarah's turned into a zombie now. And she bites Helen. And I do like this little Easter egg right here. Oh, yeah, because we get the blood spurt. Because the big thing in the original one is the mom gets killed by the daughter with, like, a trowel for gardening. Yeah. But this time, sticking with more typical zombie lore, she bites the mom, but the blood does spray onto a trowel. Yes, which I which they do, they play the exact same shot again later. Oh, well, they show the trowel again later when Ben goes downstairs eventually. Yeah. But I was like, why are you showing the trowel with the, I guess he just sees the blood splatter and knows that Helen's down there somewhere. Yeah. But this is, um, yeah, uh, because Cooper comes up behind Barbara and is like, I want that gun. 
And Barbara's like, God, it's so funny. She like doesn't even pay him any attention. Just oh, please, you. And Cooper's like trying to wrestle with Barbara to get the gun. Zombie hands come out, grab her. And then she like is great because she spins him around and the zombie hands grab him and he starts panicking. But now he does have the gun. Yes. But she lets Ben in the other doors as it's going on. Zombie Sarah comes upstairs and Cooper won't shoot her. Like he's refusing. That's my daughter and everything. They, And this just goes into a madhouse here. Because he shoots at Ben for trying to shoot his zombie daughter. Ben shoots back, hits Cooper. Cooper shoots back, hits Ben. Cooper goes upstairs to the attic. Which, it, it's so funny that Cooper's been wanting to be in the basement the whole time. But, like, the salvation was the attic. Yes. But, yeah, this is so fucked up. Where it's like, no, oh, don't kill my daughter! And, yeah, Cooper shoots Ben, and you see this look on Barbara's face, like, holy fucking shit, we've lost it completely. Like, are you people, like, serious? Zombies are coming after us, and you're shooting at each other. Yep. I want to real quick also mention Sarah has braces, so those are, like, super reinforced zombie teeth. Dude, that's probably, like, more hard to deal with there because they're not going to lose their teeth to rot after a long time or they just just, held in there they all lose at one time they all come out as one unit (laughs) but then they're like the teeth are still alive so like they're like chattering teeth running around the forest (laughs) ben's hurt he tells barbara to go because he won't be able to keep up with her so she can do her regular plan she takes off ben the zombies are pouring in the house so ben goes into the basement yeah, Ben goes down to the basement. Um, he ties because he's like hurt in the shoulder and he's shot in the side, so he like ties his arm in a sling. He does the movie thing once again of like Ben knows he's dying, kind of thing, and he has like he pulls out one cigarette and it's broken. There's still a little cigarette on there. Don't just toss it away. Um, this is coming from a former smoker of like I know how precious cigarettes can be at times. He pulls out another cigarette, lights it. It's like this has to be the greatest smoke in the entire world. Of like I'm about to die. I finally sat down after hours and hours of hammering <laughs> windows shut. And but he looks over and he sees the gas key, which is so funny. It's a comically labeled gas tank key. It's just been yes. right there the whole time. And he spits out a cigarette and starts laughing. I was like, no, don't spit out the cigarette! Yeah, he also shoots zombie Helen down here. Yes. Um, I also uh, think it's important to mention he pulls out a radio. And this is one of those little tiny radios. And he puts it on. And there's a news report going on. And we get a date, Greg. Oh, what is it? March 23rd, 1989. Oh, okay. Is when all of this is taking place. But we get our classic from the original zombies fucking eating everything scene. And I love that they're eating the cooked Tom and Judy Rose. Yeah, they gotta be like, hmm, this is a lot better than like what we've been used to. We gotta come here more. Yeah, we get one a, catches a mouse and eats it. Yeah, I love the zombie beside him. It's like, oh, like looking at what he's doing as soon as he puts it in his mouth. He's like, give me mouse. Um, We get yeah. naked butt zombie. We do get the return of Naked Butt Zombie. And they're just moving into the house. There's a ton of them, just like the original. How much Ben's fun, losing it. How much fun would it be to be a zombie, like an extra in this movie? Because you see them pouring into the windows, and they're just falling over each other. Like, it's got to be so <laughs> much fun. <laughs> By the way, when Barbara's on her way out, she sees a zombie carrying 
what I believe to be a baby doll. Is it supposed to be a real baby? No, it's a baby doll for sure. Cause the, I don't know, because that's when she really starts going nuts and everything when she sees that. Well, that's right. That also happens at the exact same time that she's seeing Tom and Judy Rose being like eaten. So okay, I think that's, that's freaking her say, out more than anything. That's our worst yeah. dummy work, if that's the case. Because she starts reacting before um, Zombie with Baby Doll shows up. <laughs> okay, good. Actually, perfect timing she's... for that, because I'm watching the movie along with recording, and that scene just came up. So I could do scene for scene, like shot for shot, telling you what happened. <laughs> oh, perfect. But then she gets shot at, and she jumps into this pickup truck bed, and there's a bunch of, like, disposed, like, dead zombies, and including dead Johnny in here. Yeah, and you get a, Johnny! <laughs> yes. And it's a hunting party, and they see it's a regular person, and they end up taking her to the kind Whoa. of camp setup. And there's a bunch of stuff in here that I want to mention. There's like a, a little makeshift zombie rodeo kind of thing going on. <laughs> oh, yeah, where they're driving like a biker, which I think is like a cool little like Dawn of the Dead Easter egg of like little shout out thing. There's like the biker and the giant like trike bike riding around it. Yeah, they have a bunch of them hanging from trees. They're using as target practice. And we see the chief of police played mm. by Russ Striner. Yep, they're dead. They're all messed up. If you don't know, Russ Dreiner is Johnny from the original, and it was just awesome seeing him again in this movie, and getting to say that line was fun. Yeah, he was also uh, worked behind the scenes in the original and this one as well. Like, he yeah. has a, like, everyone knows him as Johnny, but he had a lot to do with, like, getting the original made. And then the hunting party is all back out again. Barbara's joined up. They get to the farmhouse, and... Well, real quick... If I can, before we get to the farmhouse, I love like no. Nope. Okay, no. <laughs> um, I when she originally like meets up with the rednecks, like the one grabs her around the throat, like kind of like in a headlock type thing, and then they see that she's actually like a person, and they all start joking. What are you doing out here, little lady? I was like, oh no, is this going to turn into a deliverance type thing? That's. Like and then luckily they kind of let her go. They're just kind of rednecky. Um, they go back to like you said to the camp. Like they're shooting at the upside down ones. I love she's like looking around at everyone. They're all drinking. There's a a cart in the back that always makes me want sausage and peppers because that's all they sell. They got like a full pig on like a spit going over a fire. Everyone's drinking first thing in the morning. She kind of like scoffs. She's just like, ugh. And one of the rednecks rednecks is like, what? You guys having fun, are you? It's like, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> I take it as none of these guys actually have seen the carnage. No. Yeah, of course they see the zombies out there, but none of them were in a life or death, death hold-up situation like Barbara just came from. No. So it's like, they don't realize the severity of what's happening yet. Oh, there's also is one last zombie I want to mention when they were doing the big pan around of like when the zombies were overtaking the farmhouse. Did you catch heroin zombie? Yeah, yeah, with the needle sticking out. That was cool. That was a little cool add-in. And I'm not 100% sure, but I think one of the rednecks was wearing a fear t-shirt. I'm not sure. I didn't catch it. But they're in the house now, and they're chainsawing the basement open. Zombie Ben comes out, and he is shot. And then Barbara sees it. She rounds a corner, and you came back. 
Harry Cooper's there. Holy shit. And it's like, if there's anyone that you would want to die in this movie, it's Harry Cooper. Even though Ben was also kind of antagonistic and whatnot, at least Ben was a lot better than Harry Cooper. Um, But yeah, he comes around and almost like bumps into Barbara. It's like, you came back. And Harry Cooper looks already kind of fucked up. Like he's lost some blood. He's kind of pale. And she just brains him. It's just, I love that moment every time so much. I'm always like, yes, fucking kill Cooper. And she just goes, another one for the fire. Oh, they did. They said the line. (laughs) Then you see the zombie bonfire getting piled up and you see the original graveyard zombie burning in there. The one she stabbed with the styrofoam cross because it's still in there. Yeah, you still see the cross. (laughs) And then credits. And that's Night of the Living Dead. Absolutely wonderful. I mean, how classic is the original Night of the Living Dead? One of the most classic horror movies ever, and extremely referenced because it's in the public domain, so you see it in so many different movies. Halloween 2, even back to Halloween 2. Like, that's early already making references to this. Yeah. But... Now, this one, I I won't lie, the ending... It's a more palatable ending, like, you know what I mean? You don't feel as, like, bleak oh, watching it. The original, that original was, ending... The original ending yeah. is such a gut shot of just, like, oh, poor Ben. I like this movie. I feel like the ending kind of, like... I don't know, because we have that original ending already, but I feel like it kind of cheapens, like, the movie, like, cutting that ending out. I almost like this ending more. Of uh, Ben's already... Oh, pretty- I like it more. It's a nicer story and yeah. everything. Yeah, this one it is. It I like what they changed up. This one is a nicer kind of ending where Ben gets shot, but he's already a zombie. He's not murdered. Cooper gets murdered. He's the one that deserves it. Yeah, definitely. I'm not saying like, oh, it's nicer to watch, but I think that original is such a good gut punch. Like you're left thinking at the end of it. This one, I'm like, okay, it's still cool. I'm glad to see Cooper die and everything, but. Yeah, the, I don't know. That's one of those things I feel like you shouldn't have fucked with is the ending of that movie. The original ending is just so classic. Of like, yeah. I, so many people, like, that's one of the first things they say. It's like, oh, the original Night of the Living Dead, that ending. Exactly. And I don't know. I, I like this movie a lot. They changed a lot in it to, which, again, that review you talked about earlier, I don't understand how you come to that conclusion. Yeah. It was a good one. I'm glad to watch it again. It blows by until the middle. The middle drags, but once you get through the boarding up, the rest of it just blows right by. But even the boarding up part, which I understand what you mean, and I can kind of feel it too, if there's a lot of boarding up, but I almost look at it like, how much fun would that be? Of just getting to destroy stuff, you're hanging out with everyone, maybe like a couple of your buddies are there too, like you're getting stuff done. Hey, I'm painting my house this summer. If that looks fun to you, you can you can have a blast coming it, up here. I can't. That's not breaking things and nailing things to other things. <laughs> if you want to break some tables, I'll be right over. All right. So the thing we've been asking all month long. Yes. Do, do you think they changed too much, not enough, or the correct amount? I'm going to say the correct amount. I love all the little Easter eggs you get in it, like the guarding trowel, like some of the lines and whatnot. But I like how much they changed of it, where it doesn't just feel like a cookie cutter of the exact same movie. I love the biggest thing I got to say, the biggest change I love is Barbara's character. 
I would follow Patricia Tallman to the ends of the world as Barbara. Not and not just because she's a redhead, because she has good ideas. I'm going to go with slightly too much, not okay. overly. I I think the worst part of this movie is the fact that we took Barbara and Ben yeah. And we kind of split Ben from the original into both of them. Yeah. Which definitely elevated the Barbara character in this one for sure. But like we lost our Benness in Ben. And then like yeah. we have like two half leads. You know you get what I'm saying instead? Yeah. And so like that like threw me off a little bit. Other than that, though, the rest of the changes they made, I like the kid biting the mom. That's a positive change yes. for me. Things like this and a couple other little things. The kid, like, tears the mom's pearls off right before she bites her. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, just slightly too much. Not egregiously amount. And I know, I completely understand what you're talking about with the Ben character. Of, like, as, as soon as Barbara, like, has, like, you can tell she's, like, just completely, like, has her mind right. She's not going insane. As everyone keeps saying she is. She's like, no, I'm thinking straightly. She's like, we could get by these things. Like, we staying here is a bad idea. And Ben's like, no, no, like, this is what we gotta do. And then someone will come for help. Yeah. And you see that look in his face. And right there, we lose the original Ben for the most part. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, Count of the Dead. Oh, oh, wait. I forgot. The other one. Better or worse than the original? <sighs> I mean, you have worse, but not anything of like, oh, this sucks, just because the original is so classic. I love the Dracula story. Nothing will ever beat the 31 Dracula kind of thing. Of I absolutely love this movie. It's like 1% worse, I would say. Yeah, it's fair. Of course it doesn't touch that original for me, but that's not a bad thing. Yeah. That's just, because you're under greatness doesn't mean you're bad. Exactly. Um, I saw, uh, when I was, the credits just went by and it's the special thanks. These guys enjoyed a lot of pizza because there was three different, two or three different pizza places that they did special thanks to. One of them being I Pizza Hut. <laughs> Alright, count of the dead? Yes, let's get to the count of the dead. Ah, ah, ah. Alright, the throne of the world count of the dead where we tally up the deaths in the movie. Where do you think we got with Night of the Living Dead, 1990? Typical zombie rules apply. A zombie dying doesn't count, but a person who turned into a zombie counts. Um, like that, we had to see him as a person. Yeah, because that, that takes a lot of them out. Because there's a lot of just running around killing zombies. Yes. Um, but there's still a decent amount of death in this one. Ish, maybe. I don't know. It's hard to differentiate between the zombie kills and the normal human kills. I'm going to guess 12. 12? Sure. Well, we got 8. Oh, okay. So not bad, though. No, not whatsoever. That's Greg's Count of the Dead. Ah, ah, ah. Now we're getting into my ratings from Dimension Z. So basically, I'll take something from the movie and I'll rate the movie 1 through 10, 1 being the worst and 10 being the best. Now come up with that thing right now. So, 
all of this, like the Night of the Living Dead story, it's a lot more about the human interactions than the zombies. It's always been. It's like almost like a case study type of thing about how humans will interact with each other when like extreme things are going on and how like you immediately go back to like almost caveman rules. Exactly. We want to think we're so civilized. So it's going to be, what group of people are you stuck in the house with of Night of the Living Dead? Okay. You're a new character. You're not Ben, you're not Tom, you're not Barbara. You're like Greg, who just kind of gets stuck in there. A number one version of people that you would get stuck in this house with, the worst version of people, is like any of anyone from like my 600 pound life, because they can't get out of the house, let alone help you run around and nail up things to windows. Steven Asante is just going to be screaming about pizza the whole time. Dude, how much of a 600 pound life kick have you been on? Because I swear to God. I've heard Stephen Asante mentioned on this horror podcast for like the last ten episodes. Uh, he's been a main fixture for most of the show. I, I no, most of this has happened in the past like three months. All of a sudden, I had to hear about this man every day. <laughs> I just think about that would be the worst kind of people to get stuck with because they can't help. They're like, we had all these rations. Where did they go? Okay. Um. A number 10 version of people you want to get stuck with, the best people you want to get stuck with. Oh, I have one. And it's a singular person, but you know what? You're taken care of. Because we got fucking Megan. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. It's just a little android. Even if she gets bits, she just keeps going. She can't be turned. Exactly. It's just you and Megan, but she's running around like super android speed like, killing all the zombies, you can just sit there and watch your old CRT TV and see what Chili Billy's talking about. She comes and does that cool thing where she tells you a story with a full voice cast and everything. Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm gonna give Night of the Living Dead remake from 1990. I absolutely love this movie. I'm giving it 9 out of 10. I was toying around when I was watching it, giving it a perfect 10 out of 10, it doesn't quite get there, but this movie gets a lot of shit from certain people. I don't get it whatsoever. I absolutely love it. As soon as I knew that we were recording about this today and I got to watch it again today, I was so happy all day long. Like, I woke up with, like, a smile on my face. Like, went skipping around the grocery store and whatnot. Like, <laughs> what are you so happy about, sir? It's like, gee, Willikers, I get to talk about the Night of the Living Dead remake. It's like, golly, gee. I like when you were saying that in my head, I pictured you waking up and I skipped around the grocery store. I'm like, why were you sleeping at the grocery store? <laughs> I have just, I really like food. So I camp outside like it's a concert. <laughs> um, I went seven people I'd be stuck with in a zombie apocalypse out of ten. Okay. And if I remember right, the original one, I believe we both gave a perfect ten. Yeah, it got Hall of Fame for sure. Yes. I, I like it. Just a couple things I pointed out in this that... I feel like they were an oversight. Like, come on. Someone should have noticed how many, like, how much these look like dummies and some, yeah. certain other things. And then some of the character stuff, honestly, more so than that, because I can let that go. But just a couple things like that. But otherwise, everything was really fun. I had a good time watching it. Blew right through the movie. Oh, yeah. This is not one that I had to, like, pause and then come back to later. This was just like, oh, I want to watch it again. And I did while we were recording. Um, 
One last thing I want to mention with this movie that we didn't mention, and we don't really mention a whole lot every once in a while, it's just the atmosphere of all of it. It feels, because it was shot in Pennsylvania, um, uh, Western Pennsylvania around Pittsburgh once again, it has that feeling of like the deep like summer, like around this time when like, well, I guess well, it was March something, where like everything's starting to bloom, everything's getting really green again. I love all like the bug noises and stuff outside. Like it feels organic. Yeah, it feels like what we walk outside and experience. Exactly, which I love. And I think a part of why I love this series so much as well is just because of where we do live. And it's just so ingrained in Romero. Yeah, exactly. But unless you have anything else, man. No, I think that's all I got on this one. Well, I hope you bunch of yo-yos enjoyed throbbing with horror this week with Night of the Living Dead. Oh! Oh, hey, didn't see you there. Well, that was a fun episode, wasn't it? Be sure you tune in next week for another fun episode. And be sure to check out all our social medias. Just look for the Throbbing with Horror Pumpkin. I hear the guy that runs them is really great.